Thanks for joining us on Disclosure, a new broadcast from the people of the Voice of Prophecy. My name is Sean Boonstrom, and uh, I am speaking to you from beautiful Loveland, Colorado. I mention Colorado so often on this show that the state of Colorado really ought to sponsor the program and, and chip a few dollars towards the uh, the broadcast, but they don't, and I'm quite happy here. I think one of the reasons I'm really happy in Colorado is it's like Alaska Junior, and I grew up, or I failed to grow up, uh, up near the Alaska Panhandle, and uh, so I'm used to mountains and ocean and wilderness, and uh, there is no ocean in Colorado. This is about as far as you can get in North America from an ocean. I think only Lincoln, Nebraska is any further from the ocean than this. But I'm up against the Rocky Mountains, and in moments I can disappear into something that looks almost exactly like my home turf up near the wilds of northern British Columbia and Alaska. Anyway, I didn't get here today to talk about weather or Colorado or mountains, even though I love all those things. We're here to talk about much more important things. Listen, I I don't know about you, but I usually start every year, like everybody else, I I become determined, I'm going to read the whole Bible this year. I'm just going to read the whole thing all the way through, and, and there are years where I make it. I make it all the way from Genesis to Revelation, but there are other times where autumn rolls around and we get to September and October, and I realize, my goodness, I have only made it through the book of Numbers this year so far, and I'm not doing all that well. And that's embarrassing for the guy who speaks for the voice of prophecy because my predecessor, the founder of this radio program, HMS Richards, he used to read the Bible through twice every year. He'd sit down and read the whole thing in January from Genesis to Revelation in one month flat, get the bird's eye view. And then from February to December, he'd read the rest of the Bible. So he'd get through it twice a year. And here I am struggling to get through it once in a year. And sometimes, if I'm really honest, once every two years. And so I need some help sometimes to motivate me to keep reading the Bible and to read it through many times. Now, what really helps is a Bible reading plan. We actually have one here at The Voice of Prophecy. We probably have more than one if you check out our resources at the website. I know of one for sure I put together some years ago called Sharpening Your Sword. It keeps you reading at a steady pace. It has enough uh, forgiveness in it that if you miss a day, you don't fall behind. And it spreads you all over the Bible, so you're reading broadly from all the different sections of the Bible. You can find that by going to the Voice of Prophecy looking for Sharpening Your Sword. But i got to tell you, as excited as I am about that, there is something much better that we have to offer you. Much, much better. You see, sometimes it's a really good idea. It's better to study the Bible subject by subject. And what you want to do is go through the whole book and gather all the data the Bible has to offer on a single topic, on a single subject. So, for example, if you want to know what God says about finances, not what your banker says or what your mother-in-law says, but what God says about your family finances, you want to go through the whole Bible and read the advice that's found there. You go and look at what Moses wrote about finance, and then you go and look at what David said about finance in the Psalms and what Solomon said about it in the Proverbs. And You want to look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and see the things Jesus said and go through Paul's letters. And so you want to read the whole book. People say to me, really, the best way to read the Bible is to read the whole thing? Yes, it's to read the whole thing, but it's such a big book. I know it's a big book, but we have all the tools to make this as easy as falling off a log. I know it's a big job, but the Voice of Prophecy is standing by ready to help. For a long time now, and I mean decades, we've had one of the most incredible Bible study courses on the planet available to our listeners. And so what I've done today is I've invited Dr. Kurt Johnson, the director of our Bible school, to come join me here in the studio to talk about the Discover 
Bible course. And folks, you want to pay attention to this today. I, you got to pull over on the side of the freeway. Just, you know, come to work late today because this is going to be worth your time. Uh, if you were to do this course in a matter of weeks, honestly, you would know the Bible better than about, oh, I would guess, 95% of the people living in your town. I'm not kidding. You might even know more than your pastor, and then you can play stump the pastor at church with all the stuff you learn and the Discover Bible course. Hey, Dr. Kurt Johnson, welcome to the program. I heard you laugh at that last statement, play stump the pastor. That's not a nice thing to do, is it? It sounds like fun to me. Well, it does sound like fun. Plenty of people have played stump the pastor with me, and so I'm That's getting right. my vengeance. We're going to equip thousands of people to stump their pastors. I know. It's, uh, I've had the same experience where people like to come up and ask you a question and just see how sharp your memory is in regards to Scripture. Yeah. Do you know what I'm really good at? What I'm really good at is saying, uh, I know that's in the Bible somewhere. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, and I don't feel too bad because every so often Paul says somewhere it is written. I'm thinking, ah, he didn't know exactly where that moment either. <laughs> well, for me, the key is, can I, can I eventually find it? <laughs> can I eventually find it? Well, we've got all the tools in the world to help that happen. Um, and the Discover Bible course is one of the best tools I, I know of. Tell us a little bit about what the Discover Bible course is. And I know, I'll put it this way. I know there are people listening today that aren't listening by accident. And in a moment, I think you'll share how we can know that. But tell me a little bit about the Discover Bible course. Well, well Sean, the Discover Bible Guide, this course has 26 guides. Okay. And they cover the major themes of the, of the Bible. Um, some of the subjects that an individual will study is, uh, can we believe in God? Uh, we just, in fact, on a, on a previous program, we went through yep. that subject. You, you gave me a lesson on that one. That was a phenomenal lesson. Uh, lesson number two we have in our hands today is we can believe the Bible. Okay, we're actually going to look at that one today, mm -hmm. aren't we? Yep. We are. And other topics include uh, topics on heaven. Mm -hmm. Is there a hell? Right. Uh, we have some prof prophecy topics dealing with, uh, in fact, Daniel 2, one of my favorite. Yep. is in this particular study guide. Oh, it might it might actually make a cameo today. And that's one of the best chapters in the whole Bible as far as I'm concerned. Right, so and, prophecy. And then individuals maybe uh, have questions in regards to, uh, the Bible even says something about health. You know, today we have all kinds of information we find on infomercials on television and people selling CDs and you see people, uh, you know, doing all kinds of... Uh, Promising to make you live forever just about. That's right. You know. and, and you'll find individuals just doing all kinds of... Uh, almost gymnastic-type uh, exercises, trying to get the body trimmed down. But God has some good information about that in the yeah. Bible. Well, not only does the Bible talk about how to eventually live forever, it actually talks about how to get more out of this life now mm -hmm. and actually add a few years. You can postpone your funeral, folks. I'm telling you, there's biblical information, and we have statistical data that proves that people who live by it live up to a decade longer than everybody else. Mm -hmm. But not just live longer, they live better, less cancer, less... Less everything. Yeah, and so that's part of that. You'll, they can learn some of that in the Discover Bible course, too. That's correct. And, um, and a lot of us in life, you know, we, at least I do, I know sometimes stress and difficulties in life get to me. Yep. I get a little discouraged once in a while. But the Bible talks about how we can find peace, how we can find release for that stress. There are solutions that we find in Scripture. That's a big one. That is a big one because I'm not sure there's much peace of mind in the 21st century anymore for most people, especially mm. in Western civilization. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You you turn on a, on your television today, or or go to your laptop and take a look at the news feeds and and just uh, and just the issues we have to deal deal with in neighborhoods and families and oh, our schools. And uh, there's a lot of stress out there today. There really is. And, and, and the good news is there are answers, and that's part of the Discover Bible course, too. Now, I guarantee, folks, as you're listening out there, you might be in your car, at your office, you might be at home, wherever you are, I promise you that some of you, some of you, and you'll know who you are, 
are not listening by accident right now. I, I know that for a fact. As a matter of fact, we've had a lot of people tell us they found out they weren't listening by accident, haven't we, Kurt? We have. Uh, you know, a few, number of years ago, I was in Dallas, Texas. Voice Prophecy was, uh, we had a rally. And at the end of that rally, I'd been speaking as part of it. A lady came up to me and she said, uh, you're director of the Bible school. I want to tell you a story. And she shared that in her bedroom, on, the, on her dresser, she had a radio. And, and she only listened to the radio one night a week, Sunday evenings. Okay. And so she had the radio dial set on this particular station that she liked in her particular uh, program. And she'd go every, every Sunday evening. She'd come in at that particular time. She'd get out her stationery. She'd write notes and letters to her friends and listen to her music and her program and what they had to say. One Sunday night, she went in. She turned on her radio, sat down, and lo and behold, it, the different program came on. And other than what she usually listens to. That's correct. Yeah, different different program. And she went over there, and it was looked like it was on the right spot on the radio dial. Mm-hmm. And she, and, but it didn't seem to be, so she grabbed the dial thinking maybe it just moved a little. Now, if you're under 30, a dial is how you used to find radio stations. That's correct. Yeah. And it, <laughs> yeah, you got to have to explain that a little bit today. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she tried to move it, and she said it was frozen. It would not move. Wow. And so she was really upset, and she kept trying, and so she decided, well, I'll just leave it on. But it was the Voice of Prophecy radio broadcast. Wow. Mm-hmm. No kidding. And she said she was writing her notes, her letters, and about halfway through the broadcast, she laid her pen down, and she listened. At the end, they offered the free Bible guides, just like we have in our hands here today. And she sent in for those free Bible lessons, and she studied it, and she said in those lessons, she found the solution to the problems she faced in daily life. She found the emptiness that she felt, the, the need for something more was found in a relationship with Jesus Christ and found in the scriptures. She told me, my life has been changed, it's been transformed. Amazing. And, uh, and she said, I'm here today to tell you, thank you to the Voice of Prophecy for the Bible course, for your broadcast, because it is through the grace and power of God, it has changed my life. Now, didn't you have, I mean, that, that's just a mind-boggling story, just the, the radio dial froze and... It's like a divine appointment. God mm-hmm. was saying, this is your moment. This yes. is your moment. And that's going to happen for some of you as you are listening today. You're going to ask for this Bible course, and it's going to be your big moment. We even know of somebody who found one in a dumpster, don't we? Yeah, that's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Uh, there was a gentleman by the name of Howard, lived in uh, Virginia, I believe it was. And Howard and his wife, they were just they were just going out behind, uh, you know, like grocery stores to the dumpsters. They were looking for cans and bottles to right. re- recycle. And they're going through this dumpster, and Howard finds a Discover Bible Guide. Now, it breaks my heart a little bit that somebody out there, if you're listening today, shame on you on the one hand that you threw it in the dumpster. But this works out for, for good. That's right. So God is in control of that, too. Yeah. And so the, he finds this study guide. It wasn't number one. It was like number eight, I think. And he said to his wife, man, this is perfect. We found a Bible study guide, but now we need a Bible. And, <laughs> and two days later, he said, behind another grocery store, in no, a dumpster, no. he found a Bible. Oh, It's amazing. Now, again, if you're the same person out there and you threw a Bible in the dumpster, shame on you. But Howard got it, and it's all good. That's right. And so Howard studied— Who throws a Bible in a dumpster? I'm sorry. That's really bothering me. It's like, folks, really? A dumpster? Really? Yeah. Um, so he studies it. He takes the Bible, takes the study guide, studies it, sends— and there was an address on there for one of our local Bible schools there in Virginia. He sent in his response sheet, filled it out, got it back— continued to study the Bible guides, and Howard shared with us, again, that his life was changed through a study of God's Word. 
that he accepted Jesus into his life. And he said, not only did I find fulfillment in my life today, do I have the assurance that I'm going to be with God for eternity. That's, that's remarkable. And I know that Bible study changes lives. Folks, I know I'm joking about Stump the Pastor and so on, although that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I encourage you to give it a try. After this course, you're going to be able to do it. At some point, you're going to be able to stump the pastor. But there's a better reason. I know that Bible study changed my life for good. We all have a lot of needs in our life. Um, we all have the need for love. We have the need for relationships. We have the, the But the deepest need you have, if you stop and think about it in the upcoming break, the deepest need you have is to know that your life actually means something. You sense that you're here for a purpose, but many of you listening don't know what that purpose is. You've you've struggled to figure out, why am I here? Does it matter? If I were to disappear off the face of this earth, would anybody care? Does it make any difference whether I live or die? Will my time on earth make a difference in the long run? And the answer to that is yes. And you'll find those answers in the pages of the Bible. You want to get your hands on the Discover Bible course. So what we're going to do is I, I have to take a quick break. Um, but when we come back, Kurt, we'll share with people how they can get lesson number one and get started with this course. And then you're going to take me through lesson number two and give me a Bible study here on the air today. So, folks, you're listening to Disclosure. We're uh, sitting down and looking at the Discover Bible course. I'm with Dr. Kurt Johnson, who is going to give me a study. You're going to see what kind of a student I am right after this break. And hopefully uh, this time around in my middle age, it goes better than it did when I was actually in grade school, Kurt. I, I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous, but I think you're a kind and generous teacher. We're looking at the Discover Bible course. It is time for the break. This is Disclosure. My name is Sean Boonster. Don't you dare, don't you dare touch that dial, because I'll find out about it, and I'll come to your house with Discover Guide lesson number one. Or you could just listen. We'll be right back. Would you like to make a tangible difference for the kingdom of God? Well, now is your chance. As a Voice of Prophecy sponsor, you can be the first to learn about our newest ministry projects and to hear about lives radically transformed by your support of these life-transforming projects. Sponsors are an integral part of this ministry's success and the reason we can continue to impact lives for Christ. Come spend the weekend with us at one of our fall sponsorship weekends and see just what your support can do. You will hear moving testimonies of lives changed, beautiful music, and inspirational preaching. And most of all, you will have the satisfaction of directly helping to change lives through your support. Find out today how you can become a sponsor and join us at one of these weekends. Call 1-800-429-5700 or visit us at VOPsponsors.com. are back from the break. You are listening to Disclosure, or if you go online, you can actually watch Disclosure because unfortunately for me, they have mounted all kinds of cameras here in the studio, and it's actually, I think, stunning 4K video. I'm not stunning. The video is stunning. Uh, Kurt, you're the one who's in here as the eye candy. You're the pretty one. We and, wish. Yeah, I do wish. I do wish. i got to look at you for the next, oh, 45 minutes or so. Um, maybe we could get, like, distance shots could you guys go really wide on these shots so that i actually i, I was going to show the discover bible lesson but i don't think i'm going to do that because there's a brand new version coming out it's got the same content but kind of much prettier much prettier than you or me for sure 
but here's what we're going to do. You're going to take me to school, and we're going to do lesson number two live on the air. And uh, if you want to follow along, you can kind of get an outline of it. Look for it on the show notes for today, the we're, the show that's with uh, Dr. Kurt Johnson. And uh, I think we'll title it like Lesson 2 or We Can Believe the Bible. Or You should listen to both shows anyway, so just listen to them both. And uh, you'll find the guide there in the shy, in the shy notes. The shy notes are, are for shy people. The show notes are for Bible students. But we're going to do lesson number two. And hopefully when we go to class here, uh, you're going to be a kind and generous teacher. Or should I just go and stand in the hall now? Because that's usually what happens. Well, I'll go stand in the hall with you. Yeah. We'll have our discussion out there. Did you spend some time in the hall as a kid? Once or twice. Yeah. Principal's office once in elementary school. Is that how? Oh, you Only know how once. it worked for me. You had to go stand in the hall. And wait for the principal to come get you. And I would hide behind the coats, thinking, oh, if he doesn't see me out here, um, then I won't get... And in, in, in the old days, now some of you listening aren't going to believe this, but in the old days, if the principal came and got you, he took you to the supply room for a surprise. Yep. Yeah, and the surprise often involved a yardstick or a leather belt. And um, I must admit, I must admit, I know that some people aren't going to like what I'm about to say, but I had every one of those coming. I had every one of those coming. But today, that's illegal. Uh, Dr. Kurt, you can't take me out and give me the strap if I'm a bad student. So uh, We'll put I, you in the corner. I'll go stand in the corner in the studio. And you yeah. can actually see that go down if you're watching online. <laughs> All right, discover lesson number two. Uh, we can believe the Bible, my guide says. And this one's exciting because I've personally discovered the Bible's not like the other books on the shelf in the bookstore. It is different, and today we'll talk about why. Yes, and uh, this particular study guide, Sean, has... Uh, about five different sections, uh, how God speaks to us through the Bible. Okay. Who wrote the Bible, and it talks about the unity of, of the Scripture. Uh, three reasons you can trust the Bible, how to understand it, in other words, Bible study. Right. And then how the Bible, through the power of the Holy Spirit, can change okay, our so personal kind lives. Of five sections to today's study. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you're, you're sort of working me up, because the last lesson we did, was only four sections, and I thought that's about all I could handle. But today you're going to push my envelope a little bit. Yeah, we'll see if we can make it through five. Yeah, I'll make it through oh, five. Okay. Folks, you're going to want to pay attention to this. And and don't forget, this is something you can actually get your hands on without cost or obligation. Visit VOP.com and click on Study to get involved in the Discover Bible Guide. All right, get me started. All right. I, I love this, this introductory story in this particular lesson. There was a gentleman by the name of Don Richardson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he walked into a tropical forest in Irian Jaya. And uh, his goal was to make a difference among a native tribe that uh, was um, called the Sai. And they, they were kind of back in the, you might say, uh, kind of recluse in the sense that, you know, they were, you know, society was moving on, but they were still living okay. as they had for centuries. Virtually Stone Age living yeah, conditions. Yeah, yeah. And so he believed if he went in there with one book, the Bible, and one, and one story, the story of Jesus, he could make a difference. And uh, they had an interesting tradition. Uh, they were cannibals, and for generations, the Sali society, they would uh, their heroes in their society were individuals who would make friendships with people in other villages, and uh, they would get very close well, to that them. Sounds nice. I mean, that's... and they they called it fattening for the kill. Oh, and so <laughs> being cannibals, they would uh, they would form these friendships. They could last for months, for even years, and then what would take place is they would eventually kill the person and have them for a meal. Well, that seems, that seems, I've got to say, that seems impolite. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> no, uh, but really, they would fatten up. Um, that, that's, a, that's an indication of a society whose moral compass is probably off. That's correct. Yeah. And, but Don Richardson also discovered something else, that they had a custom called Peace Child. Okay. Where, 
where when these tribes, when they got to a point, they were just tired of all the fighting and all the all the killing that was taking place. That in the way they would form this peace treaty is that they would take a child from one village, an infant, and give it to the other tribe. They would exchange babies, and they they promised each other that they would raise that child as if it was their own. Wow! And they called it peace child. And when when Don Richardson saw that philosophy, it reminded him of Jesus Christ, and he told them. You know, in the way that you are living today, and in all the difficulties and problems of life, there is a peace child. It's Jesus Christ. He lived in heaven. He is God himself. He came down to this earth, was born as a baby, just like you or me, and he grew up here on this earth. He died for your sins. He gave of himself that you could have a better life now and eternal life. Mm. And that story of the peace child through Jesus Christ transformed the lives of the people in that village. Isn't it amazing that this this sort of um, isolated culture, there's something there for him to hang the gospel story mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. it, that's the way Jesus taught, isn't it? That's correct. You, you notice Jesus took examples out of everyday life, farming and, and building and the things that the people around him were actually doing. And he found... The, you can illustrate the gospel with what goes on in everyday life. That's a, one of, that's a phenomenal story. And, and the thing that I like here is the fact that you know, through Scripture, Scripture changes lives. And it doesn't change lives just because it's a, it's a collection of words, but it changes lives because it's, it's, it's God-inspired. It's, you know, God has written this for us, and he's given it to us, and he's created us, as we've learned in the previous study of lesson number one. And because he created us, he's created us for a relationship. He's created us to have a positive life now and, and to live with him forever. That's, that's what he wants us to do. And so Beautiful. through a study of the word... People in this tribe were changed, and so can you, and so can me, be changed. It, it, it is phenomenal. All around the world, that's been the story. There have been people who, to put it bluntly, drink human blood out of skulls, and because the Bible makes its way into that society, they turn into peaceful, mm-hmm. um, peaceful, loving people almost overnight. And and that's something that doesn't happen if you're reading Karl Marx. It's something that doesn't happen if you're reading Darwin. That's what happens with the Word of God. That's right. And, and we, get, you know, we receive stories from our students telling us about how their lives that they, they live. Maybe someone was abusive. Maybe they were you know, involved in crime and, and drugs and various other problems that they were struggling with. But through a study of God's Word, they found victory, and they found a peace, and they found a, a meaning in life that they've never experienced before. I'm looking at this lesson, we're lesson number two, and I'm on page two, and there's a story here I see from the Utah State Prison, um, and uh, this is somebody who actually was involved in the Bible course, wrote in, said, I'm on death row in the Utah State Prison. Before I took this Bible course, I was lost, but now I have something to look forward to, and I have found a new love. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if somebody's listening in prison right now, but I'm telling you, this is this changes your life. And you might doubt that, but what I would encourage you to do is, what have you got to lose by giving this a try? Mm -hmm. And seeing if God is real and if the Word of God really does have a power to it. What have you got to lose by giving it a try? I can tell you, I know of millions of people who have found this to be true, and you need to just ask for this course. Uh, So, can we trust the Bible? Can we believe the Bible? Um, Take me through it. Okay, you know, Sean, in the very first lesson that that we uh, went through together, in a previous program, we learned that God, when he created us, that in the very beginning when he made Adam and Eve, the first man and woman, mm-hmm. that he spoke with them face to face. Yeah. And, and then we know that the Bible tells us that there was sin that entered, that mm-hmm. they broke, the, and sin simply is breaking that relationship with God. 
It's a, and so they broke that relationship with God. They had a, they were had a choice, and they they chose wrong. And because of that, because of that interruption of sin, God began to communicate with us in a different manner. Right. And the Bible tells well, because I guess now as sinners we can't stand immediately in the presence of a holy and perfect God because not because God doesn't want us there. It's because it would overwhelm us in, in, in the wages of sin is death. I mean, that, it, there had to be a change in communication. That's, that's correct. And, and the Bible tells us that that change in communication took place in this manner. In Amos chapter 3, verse 7 in Scripture, it says, The Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Hmm. And, uh, and so what we find is that God chose people living on this earth, and they're called a prophet because God spoke to them and gave them a message. Okay. And um, and so he gave them that message, and they wrote it down in the in the Bible. And um, in Second Peter chapter one, we're told no prophecy of Scripture is of any any private interpretation. Prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Now, what does that mean? That Scripture is of no private interpretation. I, I think it means that the person who was sitting down writing this, you know, the prophet, as they sat down and they wrote in the writing the scripture that it wasn't their own viewpoint good okay. it was a viewpoint of god actually some of the translations i think go that way said that and i'm quoting from you know old king james mm-hmm. i think when i say that but um, but this is important it's not his and it's a message for everybody it's not tainted by that prophet although sometimes i think you find the personality of bible sure. writers coming through right god allows that you I know mean, he doesn't use you like a ballpoint pen the prophet that's correct but he he does speak through them and it's it is a message from god it's not the prophet's message it's mm-hmm. a message from god and it's aimed for aimed at everybody that's right and you know just like you and i have different personalities and as we're sitting here talking on the same subject yeah, you come at it from one direction, I come at it from another, but we end up at the same place. Oh, that's and, a remarkable way of looking at it, and that's how it is in the scripture. Wow, yeah. wow! So, the 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 Bible, the messages change from we go from a face to face contact with the human race, and then after sin, God sends starts sending messages through the prophets, and we just read that in Second Peter one and uh, verse twenty and twenty one. Yeah, and, and I think as we look at that scripture, it, it says that they spake. Or you might say the whole, you know the prophets or the, those who God was given the message to to give us the Bible. It says they spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Now in the Godhead we have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. And so the Holy Spirit, God uses the Spirit to share with them that message. Now I know it's not the lesson today, but if I were to enroll in the Discover Bible course, and I've always wondered about this, you know, how can there be a Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in one God? Mm-hmm. That topic does come up, doesn't it? That's correct. We yeah. have a we have one lesson. We have a you know a, a single lesson on that particular topic. So there's a dedicated. So you'll get to study that. Yeah, too, that's right. And that comes up in other lessons. Yeah, and then, and that's the beauty of the of this studying the entire series, is that it's a subject by subject, and you and you go through the scripture, and so by the time you're finished with the 26 study guides, all the pieces fit together. Okay. It's okay, not. So it's you've not, got the bird's eye view now. Now you can step back and look at the jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzle you built and see the big picture. That's right. So you're learning a, a piece at a time, a block at a time. And then Fantastic. you put it all together. Fantastic. So now the it's the voice of the Holy Spirit who is like the third member of, of the Godhead. You know what? I'm looking at the clock, and I saw you peek at the clock, too. That's right. We're down to the break just about. So what we've talked about 
Let me just review how God speaks to us through the Bible, the fact that we used to have face-to-face communication until we blew it and sinned, and then God spoke through prophets, and that happens through the agency of the Holy Spirit. Now we have to push the pause button for a moment, but we're about to come back and look at the book itself and, and just how remarkable the Bible is. There is a reason it's the number one bestseller of all time, and we're going to look at some of that information in just a moment. And uh, this is the uh, first half of the program. is coming to a close. There is another half, and And if you need to, you can find that other half at VOP.com. And at VOP.com, you can also find out how you can enroll in the Discover Bible course for absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. Go to VOP.com and click on the word study. I'd like you to have this course. It's helped millions of people. It has a profound impact and changes lives. And you could play Stump the Pastor by the time you're done. Take it to your church and amaze and dazzle your friends with how well you understand the Bible. I'll be right back in just a moment. Are you searching for answers to life's toughest questions like, Where is God when we suffer? Can I find real happiness? Or is there any hope for our chaotic world? The Discover Bible Guides will help you find the answers you're looking for. Visit us at BibleStudies.com or give us a call at 888-456-7933 for your free Discover Bible Guides. Study online on our secure website or have the free guides mailed right to your home. There is never a cost or obligation. The Discover Bible Guides are our free gift to you. Find answers in guides like, Does My Life Really Matter to God? and A Second Chance at Life. You'll find answers to the things that matter most to you in each of the 26 Discover Bible Guides. Visit BibleStudies.com and begin your journey today to discover answers to life's deepest questions. At The Voice of Prophecy, we are committed to sharing the good news through our worldwide Bible school, our live seminars, and programs like the one you're listening to. And none of this would be possible without our faithful supporters and sponsors. Each fall, we host our sponsors at one of our three sponsorship weekends. To learn more about how you can become a sponsor, call us at 1-800-429-5700 or online at VOPSponsors.com. It's time for the second half of the Disclosure Radio Show from The Voice of Prophecy. And in my humble opinion, I think the second half might be the best half. I'm sitting down with Dr. Kurt Johnson, the director of The Voice of Prophecy's uh, global Discover Bible School, um, a a time-tested, amazing Bible course. It's available all over the planet, but right now it's available to you if you contact us. And uh, I'll make it available without any cost, any obligation. You can have this for free if you contact us today. You need to do that through VOP.com. Click on Study, or you can phone me, too. Uh, Not that I'll actually pick up the phone. I don't want to mislead you. Uh, What I'll do is give you Kurt Johnson's personal cell phone number. Here it comes. He's laughing. It's not really his cell phone number. He was was a little moment of panic. I saw that. But you can call us. Um, and if somebody's sitting there and is available, they'll pick it up right away. But those lines are sometimes busy because this is a really popular course. You might get boinced, uh, boinced, bounced. You can't get boinced anywhere, folks. Boinced isn't even a word. <laughs> but you might get bounced to a voicemail box, and uh, and somebody will call you right back. It's just sometimes those lines get overwhelmed. 
Uh, but we really do care, and we'll call back, and we'll get you into this Bible course. Uh, the phone number to call is 888-456-7933. That's 888-456-7933. I, I have fun saying phone numbers. It feels like I'm on a telethon. The number to call, 888-456-7933. And you do it well. Do I do it pretty well? You do. Yeah, the teachers all told me I'd be useless in life. But I can read a, a phone number into a microphone, I'll tell you that. Now, that's a life skill you never thought you'd be able to use. Hey, we're in the Discover Bible course, and just before the break, we were looking at how the Bible came into being. After sin, God's method of communication with the human race changed. He started to speak through prophets. We saw that uh, the prophets were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Now, tell me, uh, what good are those messages to the human race once they receive them, Kurt? Well, uh, in Second Timothy, Timothy, uh, he, Second uh, Timothy three sixteen, we we find the Bible explaining that to us. It says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness. Big words there. Uh, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Um, and so as you look at those different items, there's, there's quite a list. Doctrine. It says it's good for doctrine. And, you know, doctrine's kind of a... Uh, a word out there that people well, hear, people like, have kind of got a hate on for the word. I oh, yeah. love it, but, but but it just means teaching. Yeah, it means teaching. And to me, it's like the it's it's an explanation of some of the key subjects of life that give life meaning. Yeah. That's what a doctrine is for me. And then it says reproof. I don't like being reproved. No, no. It's of course, like I don't ver- need it anyway, do I? Verbal spanking. Well, sometimes you do. <laughs> you need one now. Look what you've done to the screen here. We used to have our Disclosure logo. Only people on the radio. No, don't come in here, Harim. Look, everyone, I just, uh, we'll just fix it later. Look, it says no signal. And that'll be my reminder today that that's not true of heaven. There is a signal Amen. from heaven, right? That's what we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, there's a signal from heaven. But somehow... You need to be reproved because I'm sure it's your fault that the screen went dead. Now, on the radio, you can't see that monitor, but if you're watching online, you can see that uh, one of us managed to destroy the monitor here in studio a moment ago. I probably kicked the corner oh, or I something. Oh, think I think it's you. For yeah. sure it's you. But there is no signal on the monitor. There is a signal from heaven. And the reason is God is trying to get important information. He might reprove or rebuke us, you were just mm-hmm. saying. And, and, um, and sometimes I need that. I'll be honest. Yeah, so do I. And, and that's, that's why the Scripture, when it says reproof, sometimes in our lives, you know, the Bible says that Jesus came to give us a more abundant life. And he's given us some guidance in Scripture about how to live that life in it so that we find more meaning. And sometimes we get off track because of sin. And in my own personal life, I know I get off track once in a while. Don't want to be, but sometimes it happens. And that's where the reproof comes in. As I read the Word of God, it says, hey, Kurt, you've taken a detour here. Let's come back onto the main highway. Yeah, and I've got to tell you, it has actually happened to me. There will be moments, you know, Gene and I have been married for 20-some years now, and I'll say something to my wife, and I'm pretty sure, well, I was right on that point, and I had to say that. And then I go to my study, and I open my Bible. Mm-hmm. And I'll find something there, and God whispers in my ear through the words of that book, you just blew it as a husband. That was not the right thing to say, mm-hmm. and you owe your wife an apology. You did damage to your marriage right now. And I've got to tell you, people say, in this day and age, Sean, you know, you, your marriage is holding together. Do you have a magic form? No, I'm not. There's nothing special about me, nothing. Well, there's something remarkable about my wife, but... But the fact is, is that the Word of God has been the guide mm-hmm. for building that marriage, and there's a reason it lasted. We face the same trials and the same struggles. We have the same arguments as any other couple. But those reproofs from the Word of God, um, it's not a spanking. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was a little out of line calling it a spanking. It's God saying, hey, I got something better. 
That's right. What you did is not the best. Mm-hmm. And it's it's given me a remarkably fulfilling life, a remarkably fulfilling marriage. Those reproofs and rebukes are because God loves you. That's right. And God gives us instruction in Scripture about marriage, but He also, and he, in relationship to that, he talks to us about the way that we should talk to one another, the way we should treat each other. And it makes common sense when you read it. I mean, it's not like it's like... Uh, you know, like 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 you picked up a book somewhere and it's just somebody giving you a bunch of thoughts, but it's God himself, the creator, saying, this is what you do. You do these things, and this will be the end result. Yeah. It's very positive. Yeah. And and it also says in, in this particular scripture that God gives us instruction in righteousness. Now, that word righteousness. Yeah. I mean, that again, that has a negative connotation today. Oh, he's, he's so righteous. You yeah, know? that's right. And um, But it's really instruction in righteousness, again, is talking about right living. That's how I look at that word. You know, the Bible tells us that uh, there's a way that you live. There's a way that you treat one another. There's some principles that you live by. And you'll be happier. Your family will be happier. You'll be happier at work. And society will be better. Yeah. And they work. They work. But again, the only way to know that they work is to try this. Folks, mm-hmm. you've got to try this out. Honestly, right for this course, I, everybody's life could use a little bit of reproof and improvement mm-hmm. and instruction and righteousness. It works. It works. It works. It works. And so I'd encourage you, make sure you contact us. All right, let's talk about the Bible itself. Okay, you know, there's a section in, the, in this lesson that I, re, I just really appreciate in this study guide. And it talks about the unity of the Bible. And uh, as, as we know, Sean, the, the Bible, as you look at it, there's 66 books. It's not really a book. It's a library. That's right. And, and there's 39 Books, you might say, of the Old Testament. These were written from 1450 to 400 B.C. Okay, but over about 1,000 years. Yeah, 1,000-year period. There's 27 books in the New Testament. These were written between A.D. 50 and about 150-year period. So so really, altogether, we're we're well over 1,000 years to compose Mm -hmm. the pages of the Bible, and it's 66 books, Old and New Testament. That's right. And, and, and it was written by people from all walks of life. When God chose these prophets, so to speak, or ones that he wanted to speak to to write, they were businessmen. They were shepherds. We'd call them ranchers or farmers today. Yep. Oh, we're in uh, Colorado. They'd be the ranchers. That's right. Ranchers, yeah. fishermen, soldiers, physicians, preachers, kings. They came from all walks of life. And when it was all said and done, there was unity. In fact, F.F. Uh, F. Bruce, for those of us who had to go to uh, take some theology courses and go to seminary. At the theological cemetery? I mean yeah. seminary. <laughs> we, uh, we heard about F.F. F. Bruce back in those yes, days. Yes, we sure did. And, and he states, the Bible is not simply an anthology, in other words, a collection. Right. There is a unity which binds the whole well, together. That, that's a remarkable thing right there, because I can tell you, I love books. I've got thousands, and that's not an exaggeration. I just have a problem with books. And I've got them on every topic you can imagine, but I can't take 66 different authors and get any kind of agreement. That's correct. On any topic, mm-hmm. it seems. Yeah. And... And, and, you know, as you look at it, that's why people say, can we trust the Bible? Right. You know, how, how does this all come together? And uh, in, the, in this study guide, it gives us three different reasons that we can trust the Bible. Okay. And uh, the first one is the preservation of the Bible is remarkable. Uh, and, and the reason behind this is, you know, back in the, in the day, they didn't have uh, computers like we do to type everything into and have somebody come along and edit it and everybody no. takes a look at it. But you had somebody sitting there tediously writing by hand. The scriptures, and they would, and they had people that were copyists. You know, they copied, and uh, and they would sit down. And so my job might be that I take this manuscript, which is a copy of the Bible, and I'm going to meticulously copy it word for word. Wow! And um, and this was passed down from centuries to centuries until we had a printing press. Right, not until the 1400s. Right? Yeah, Gutenberg, yeah. I think, was the name. 
and uh, we had a we had our first printing press, and so the Bible could be printed. And so people ask the question: Does the Bible I hold in my hand today, how do I know that it is accurate from what well, was originally I get, I get given that by one God all the time? I people say, "Oh, that old book—it's been changed and manipulated, and it's mm-hmm. nowhere near what it used to be." I hear that one all the time. Yeah, and and what's interesting is that there is evidence that the Bible that I'm holding in my hand right now here in the studio is this, is basically the same, maybe a little bit off here or there, a little uh, vow or something yeah. uh, from the original, but it is it is essentially the same. Yeah. And, um, you know, back when was it, 1947, I think, Sean, they, they found the Dead Sea Scrolls. A kid threw a rock into a cave and heard an unusual noise, That's right? right. Is, went, am I remembering that story oh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, he went into the caves, and here's all these... Uh, all these manuscripts, they were stuck in these uh, clay clay bottles, you know, right. that, that they'd made. And and anyway, um, these manuscripts were about two uh, were two thousand years old, and uh, they were mainly the Old Testament manuscripts. And uh, what's interesting about it is that when they compared those old those manuscripts to the Old Testament that I hold in my hand today, essentially the same. So 2,000 years goes by, and what's in that cave is the same that we have. You can trust the text that you have in your hands. That's and, right. And uh, we've got, we've got what, almost 5,000 different manuscripts throughout history that show us that consistently over the years, God has not allowed the Bible to disappear on us because of copying errors or malicious mm-hmm. intent or people rewriting it. We have the same Bible that Jesus read, essentially, in the Old Testament, and we have the same Bible that John saw at the end of the first century. That's correct. And, you know, uh, a gentleman by the name of Frederick Kenyon, Sir Frederick Kenyon, was the director of the British Museum. And in the study guide, there's a quote there from him in a book that he wrote, Our Bible and Ancient Manuscripts. And that's what he did. He spent time studying what we're talking about. And he he states, The Christian can take the whole Bible in his hand and say without fear or hesitation, that he holds in it the true word of God, handed mm-hmm. down without essential loss from generation to generation throughout centuries. You can trust it. Yeah, you yeah. can trust it. Mm. And that's uh, it's amazing. Okay. Uh, the second point that's brought into the Bible is the historical accuracy that you can find in the Bible. And you and I were talking about this in the break, that uh, you know, it used to be that sometimes the secular historians would say, well, certain places listed in the Bible— they never really exist. We don't have yeah, any they, evidence of it. And they mocked it to no end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but one of those that that we in this same class was in Genesis chapter eleven and verse thirty-one, where the Bible says that Abraham and his family went out from Ur of the Chaldeans to the land of Canaan, the city of Ur. Yeah, and right. it, and the city of Ur hadn't appeared anywhere in historical uh, history. They couldn't find evidence of it except in the scripture. For so many, they said many it years. doesn't exist. Said it doesn't exist. Oh, this is just another fable. And then in the archaeologists. You know, as they do, they're digging around in uh, these ancient uh, cities and uh, areas in southern Iraq. As they were digging around, they found a cylinder at the base of it. It mentioned the city of Ur. So we have extra biblical sources confirming what the Bible had always told us. That's right. And never once has the archaeologist's shovel ever turned up something that completely defeated the Bible. That's correct. It's never happened. Yep. All right, quickly, third point that you have here in the lesson. Is that the fulfillment of Bible predictions shows you can trust the Bible. Oh, man. This isn't even fair to be up against the break and hit this one. I know. know? Maybe we ought to come back to it. Well, let's come back to this. But this is a big point, isn't it? The predictions of the Bible have been faithful. This is the reason I'm a Christian today, and Mm -hmm. I know it's the reason you're a Christian today, is that the Bible predicted world history in advance and has never been wrong. That's correct. And it's got... It's got hundreds, thousands of predictions. Not one of them's ever been wrong. We've gone through, what, 2,500 years of worth of, I think there's 2,500 major predictions or something like that in the Bible. 
and they're all exactly happening exactly as we've been told over thousands of years. It's stunning. Nobody could get that right by accident. So let's revisit that point in just a moment because I do have to take the break. And I'm sitting down with uh, Dr. Kurt Johnson. We're talking about the remarkable Discover Bible School. And you can take this course for free, no cost or obligation, just by contacting us. Go to the website, vop.com. Click on the word study. You can do that or you can pick up your phone, uh, cell phone or landline. Give me a ring, 888-456-7933. And uh, we'll make sure, 888-456-7933, we'll make sure you get your copy of the Discover Bible course and you'll be well on your way to knowing the Bible better than you ever have and knowing the God behind it intimately and personally. I'll be right back. Are you searching for answers to life's toughest questions? Like, where is God when we suffer? Can I find real happiness? Does my life really matter to God? Or is there any hope for our chaotic world? The Discover Bible Guides will help you find the answers that you're looking for. Visit us at BibleStudies.com or give us a call at 888-456-7933 for your free Discover Bible Guides. Study online on our secure website or have the free guides mailed right to your home. There is never a cost or obligation. The Discover Bible Guides are our free gift to you. Find answers in guides like A Second Chance at Life. You'll find answers to the things that matter the most to you. Visit BibleStudies.com and begin your journey today to discover answers to life's deepest questions. We're rounding third base on today's episode of Disclosure, heading for the home plate. And just before the break, uh, Kurt, you were mentioning that one of the ways we really know about the reliability of Scripture is the fact that the stuff it predicted happened, and it all happened. Um, and I know that's that's a real reason that I'm a Christian today is because somebody pointed that out to me, saying, what are the odds that God isn't real, Sean? Take a look at this. No one else could possibly pull this off. Yeah, and one of the, in fact, it's study guide number seven in the Discover series. We take a look, the entire lesson is dealing with this particular point. And it's dealing with the world empires that we find in Daniel chapter two. The accuracy of world empires from Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, Rome, to the breakup of Rome and to the European nations today. All predicted 2,500 years in advance. It it was completely accurate over all those spans of centuries. Yeah, And, and sometimes what's interesting to me is in the Bible also, as we look at some of these prophecies that were fulfilled is the detail given yeah i mean how in the world did they know some of these little details about exactly what would take place i know of one prophecy in the bible that names a significant world leader by name 100 years before he's born how do you pull that off by accident that's right by accident hey let's talk about some skills for reading the bible because i think that's a key part of lesson number two Mm -hmm. is how do i approach the bible what what are the things i need to bear in mind when i open a bible do i just read it like i read a novel or are there principles and skills that i should learn uh to make it a more rewarding experience yeah and in the study guide it covers seven important principles of bible study and the first one that we find is study the bible with a prayerful heart and and i the point behind that is because God inspired the Bible, right? as we've seen in this study guide, that he's the one that's going to be able to direct and guide us. And so a prayer is simply two friends talking together. 
Sure. And so you're talking to God about your Bible study. And so you're, as you begin, you pray. And you say, and you tell the Lord, your friend, because you created me, because you, you've given us the Bible, as I study it today, please help me understand it. Well, it makes sense. You're asking the author to teach you the book. That's right. Yeah. And, um, and so as we pray, he'll, he'll help us in that process. Phenomenal. So first step. First step is read with a prayerful heart. I often, mm-hmm. I often, I always start just by praying before I open the Bible. That's Lord, I'm about to read your word, and you wrote this, and you've got a mind much bigger than mine. Show me what I need to see today. That's right. And I also ask God to keep me from being distracted, because I don't know about you, I get distracted really easy. I get distracted all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, the second point here is you, we should read the Bible daily. Okay. That as we read daily, it will help, it'll help us to, uh, for God to begin to speak to us. And then helps us to, in that life change process that we want. And the study guide uh, talks about the Berean Christians, where in Scripture, in Acts the seventeenth chapter, it says they received the word with readiness. <clears throat> Excuse me, and they searched the Scriptures daily to find out what God had to say. Yeah, you know, I I like to take language courses because, of course, the Voice of Prophecy works all over the world, and I try and mm-hmm. learn a few languages here or there. Not good at it, but the best course I know of insists do this every day. Do this consistently every day, and suddenly those languages become a part of who you are. And so doing it daily also immerses you in, in God's world, in God's environment, and it starts to become not just knowledge but a part of who you are. That's right. The Bible tells us that that which we take into us, that which we study, that which we see, that which we talk about, it, it becomes part of who we are. It transforms yeah. us. Jesus says, out of the good treasures in your heart come good things. That's right. Right. Yes. Okay, so number two, read every day. Do That's this on right. a daily basis. And third item is study it carefully. In other words, uh, in Second Timothy, we read, Paul told Timothy to study the Bible as a worker who needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I think what that means is just don't go grab something here and there to try to, you got these own theories and opinions, yeah. and so I'm going to pull a text here or there to try to uh, prove what I believe rather than trying to understand what God has to say f- to say to me. So read broadly and don't set an agenda like God set the agenda. That's right. I often keep a notebook open beside my Bible so that I am systematic and I write down what I'm learning and that way I'm sure that I'm taking instruction from the Bible and I'm not trying to instruct God as I'm going. <laughs> That's right. And and that leads us into the fourth point and okay. that is study the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. You know, you started earlier as we were in your introduction to this particular broadcast you mentioned, you know, that as we study the study the Bible, you know, that it's, uh, you know, you go from chapter to chapter, read the whole Bible. Yep. And look, you know, get, a, get a bird's eye view. That's right. And, and so, but, but if we study chapter, if we take a subject, let's say we took the sub- subject of heaven. Okay. And, um, and we could take a concordance, mm-hmm. a Bible concordance, which can be helpful to us. But if we, if we look up and we read, in, you know, every scripture about heaven, all the way through, we're going to get a, a picture of what the Bible has to say about it. And it'll become a clear picture. If I pull one text out or two texts. Uh, you can make it say whatever you want. I can make it say whatever I want. But after you get 30 or 40 pieces of evidence, the picture becomes pretty clear. And really, that's the beauty of the Discover course is that that's the method that you can use to go subject by subject. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you, you've got to have a system. Go subject by subject or read verse by verse or go all the way through and, and, uh, and be systematic about it. Yeah, for, for myself and my personal Bible study. As you mentioned, I like to try once a year to at least get read through my entire Bible. Yeah. But then I like to go back by subjects, yeah. and I like to, and I like to study Always. topic by topic. It's, Always. And you know, it's fun too to take a just one book of the Bible 
and 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 delve into it too. But but I love studying by topic. Oh yeah, I, I never get tired of it. You know, folks, you'll start with ten minutes of Bible study a day. That's what I recommend. Just just set aside ten minutes. It's going to grow into one or two hours pretty quick. You're going to yeah. get addicted to this. I promise you. I know. I was uh, emailing a friend the other day, and we were talking about a Bible topic, and I mentioned to them. I said, you know, I, I wished I I didn't have to work or have any <laughs> responsibilities because I'd like to spend the next two weeks. Yeah. Just sitting down, spending all that time just I delving know. into this particular topic. I know. I can't get enough of it. You know, I gave my heart to Christ oh, going on a quarter century ago, and i got to tell you, I can't get enough of this book. I know. You know, the Bible says that when we accept Jesus Christ, he is the water. He is the living water that lives within us. And uh, you get thirsty. That's right. You get thirsty for the Word. Yep. Never gets boring. So, okay. study the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. Be systematic. Go through the whole thing. Yeah, and and uh, we already touched on this point, but the fifth one that's made here is study the Bible by subject. Right. And a, a story out of the Bible, Luke chapter 24. Um, oh, I love that story. Jesus was sharing, you know, with his disciples, and it says he began at Moses and all the prophets, and he expounded to them in all the scriptures. Not just part of it. All the scriptures, the things concerning himself, mm-hmm. and uh, and again, the you know the example of Jesus, just like as we were talking here a moment ago. And then uh, point number six in Bible study is study the power, the Bible to receive power to live for Jesus Christ. Um, interesting verse in Hebrews chapter four says the Bible is as sharp as a double-edged sword. Yeah, and um, and it's more than words on a page that make a difference, but it's it's God coming into our, our life. And I think the reason God uses the two-edged sword analogy is because in this life, because of sin, we all have difficulties. We all have temptations. Yeah, absolutely. We have difficulties in this life. And the scripture as a two-edged sword does two things, I guess, for me in my life. You can, through the power of God, it can, you know, yep. temptations come and God can. Well, it says it can cut right to the bone. Yeah, cut cut away and helps you get eliminate those temptations. Yep. But also it can cut to my heart in the sense yeah, sure that the God's power and his love and his grace and his strength comes into my life and it changes me and it transforms yeah. me. And no, uh, and yeah. on our on our knees sometimes I don't know about you, but I agonize with God and say, Lord, you know, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to no, live this way. I want you to change me by the power of your Holy Spirit. You know, it really it really does happen that way. It's a sharp two-edged sword. People often say to me, Sean, you're no good. And they're probably right. But I'll tell you, by the, God, the grace of God, every time I spend time in that word, I might be no good, but I'm a little better today than I was yesterday, and tomorrow I'll be a little better again because that sharp two-edged sword isn't trying to kill me. It's trying to refine me. It's That's trying right. To, it's trying to make me what God created me to mm-hmm. be in the beginning. I think it's in Ephesians 6. It calls the Bible the spirit, the sword of the Spirit. That's right. Yeah. So It's, it's, like, a, it's like somebody that's carving a piece of wood. Yeah. And they're going to make a, you know, you, you come from the north country of Canada. Yep. Maybe they want to carve a bear. Yeah. And so you've got this crude looking bear there and it's well it's not quite you can tell it's a bear but it's not doesn't look like it should be. The detail's not there. So the carver he just begins to shave away and pretty soon the detail of that bear comes out. And that's what God does for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Recreating us in his image. Okay. Yeah. Point number seven. Uh listen as God speaks to you through his word. Oh, but that's the hard part. <laughs> that's the hard part. Listen as God speaks through his word. Yeah, and the text given here is John the chapter 7, verse 17. If anyone wills to do his will, God's will, he shall know concerning the doctrine whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. What that, what that verse is saying is that as, as, as we study the entire word, as we read through it, um, you know, chapter by chapter, as we look at these scriptures and we build it up on subject, 
that we're going to understand what God has to say. He's going to speak to us through his spirit. It's not going to be, you know, some man out here, you or me, saying something. In fact, when somebody asks me a question about life, if I can answer it from the Bible, if I can open the word of God, and then they read it from through scripture, they, you know, they, they can argue with me. But you right. can't, but, but you can't argue with God. You no. could argue with God, but you, we always find out that God is correct. Well, what I see in this text, too, is if you apply what you're reading, then your knowledge grows, and you're ready right. for the next phase and the next thing to learn. So seven things. Listen to God as he speaks to you. Christianity is one of those things you only learn by doing, mm-hmm. really. You don't just learn it by learning it. You learn it by doing it. It's kind of like bungee jumping. You don't really know if that cord's going to hold you until you jump off the bridge and let it catch you. And honestly, folks, God's going to tell you again and again in his word, I'll catch you. Mm-hmm. But the only way you're ever going to find out for sure is to do what God's asking and live what you're reading. And you'll find out he does catch you. That's right. You know, uh, and the Bible, as we've just mentioned, it, it changes your life. In Psalms 119, it says the entrance of your word into your life gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Now, the, the word simple, that, that, that gives me encouragement. Yeah, me because too. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but, you know... Uh, yeah. You know, I'm a, sometimes I'm a slow learner on some yeah, things. that's the category I fall into. And yep. so I'm so thankful that, that God makes it so simple, yeah. you know, the, the, his word and his instruction that even I can follow. I've it. noticed that the philosopher and nuclear physicist can understand the word of God, but an eight-year-old child can that's understand right. it too. That's right. Yeah. 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 I know, I know uh, our founder, HMS Richards, when people would ask him about, uh, you know, some deep theological question or what has the most meaning in, you know, in life or doctrine to you, right. he, he would just respond to them and say, Jesus loves me, this I know, yeah. for the Bible tells me so. All the most important things anybody can understand. There's a beauty in this book. And as simple as it is, you can spend the rest of your life plumbing its depths and never get to the end of it. There's something there mm-hmm. for you. That's right. You know, it does change the life. I know this old story. Two guys got trapped one night, stayed in an old miner's cabin. They had a bag of money, and they were worried. They were going to sleep in shifts. They're in the bedroom. I'll watch the money for an hour, and you sleep, and then we'll swap. And At one point, one guy wakes up and sees a light under the door, so he cracks it open a little bit, and he, there he sees the old prospector in the cabin. He's got a Bible open on the desk, and he's studying it. So he closes the door, and he goes and shakes his friend. He says, you know what? We can both go to sleep now. This house is safe. Hmm. Now, would that have been true if we'd been reading Origin of the Species? Not a chance. Folks, this book changes lives. It'll change your life. What have you got to lose today by giving this a try? The Bible has stood the test of time for a reason. It is the voice of God to you, and you can find out what your life is all about and what your purpose is. You need to enroll in this course. You can get it at VOP.com and click Study or phone us at 888-456-7933. Kurt, I've used up all your time. We're at the end of Lesson 2. Um, but thank you so much for coming in today. I'm, I think we ought to do it again. We ought to do another lesson here at some point. Yeah, let's do it. It's fun. Yeah, it sure is. Hey, folks, that's it for me this week. Disclosure, you can always get the episode by going to VOP.com. But the most important thing is ask. Please ask while it's free and without cost or obligation. I'll just sign you up and we'll get you started on your Discover Bible course. VOP.com. Click on Study or 888-456-7933. Until we meet again, I'm Sean Boonstra. This has been Disclosure from the Voice of Prophecy. God bless you richly.